on a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, our last broadcast before Christmas this year, wrapping up our toolbox conversation following our 2019, excuse me, 2018 home maintenance calendar. We've been working on 2019 for so long now, I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm starting 2020 <laughs> when the new year hits. But uh, following our 2018 home maintenance calendar, you know, December's always a, you know, a, a what to talk about month for us because nobody's really working on projects around the house. If something breaks, uh, plumbing lines, uh, your heater, if you get uh, electrical shortage, those kinds of things we take care of. But for the most part, any kind of projects, uh, repairs, maintenance, they all just get shoved to the side just because we've got other things to do. We've got shopping, we've got family, we've got meal preparation, we've got recreational activities, and there's so many other things we're doing we're not worried about the home. So, And what we've done this year is for the 30th anniversary of this broadcast, we've put together essential tools that the Arizona homeowners uh, should have for their maintenance around their home castle or cabin, and we've put the thank you for 30 decal uh, we designed for our 30th anniversary on all of these tools and did it as a fundraiser. All the proceeds from these tools go to our three nonprofits. Kind of loosely been talking about the tools each week, uh, but we've kept it the open line hour just because uh, there's only so so much interest and interesting things you can talk about. A, pair of pliers or a screwdriver. Uh, so if you'd like to join the conversation, text us 411923 and email at info at com. although we do come prepared uh, to not really take a lot of calls just because, again, we don't get a lot of calls this time of year. I, I'm serious. I, I don't think anybody's doing any home improvement right now. The last two weeks of the year, you're, you're, in, you're in holiday mode. You're in vacation mode. You've waited all this time. That's why it's the most wonderful time of the right. year. <laughs> That's the real reason why. Maybe a little bit of gardening. You know, you're, you're, you're picking some weeds out from the front entrance way and dressing up the curb appeal. And I'll say this about weeds. If there was a way I could harvest them and use them, I'd have food for the rest of the year. <laughs> but it's been a never-ending uh, issue, and I, I, I think it had something to do with the rain we had in October. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and it was warm enough still that it, they all exploded. Yeah, and, and then when you got rid of them, other ones came back. They were just dormant for a while, and so it's been a constant battle. So I could use a vacation from the weeds. I've got a pen that uh, we have two goats in, and I just drag the pen, and when it's bare dirt, we drag it to the— Next, and when they eat that down, just drag it to the next. These these two goats are going to be busy at least till mid February with everything they've got on our property to clean up. <laughs> Looking, uh, and then starting in January, we'll have uh, our home maintenance calendar. It went to print this week. Uh, I believe it's off the press. We're supposed to get it Monday, although we will be closed for Christmas Eve. But it's supposed to be delivered Monday. So, all if you have requested one to be mailed. From 2018, you don't need to re-request. We'll just send you one automatically for 2019 until you ask to not receive it anymore. Just a little what we call lanyap, a little something extra we do here at Rosie on the House. And it sets the standard and expectation of what we're going to cover next year so you know what you're going to hear when you tune into the broadcast. If there's one of these to-dos that hits home with you, you can make sure and tune in for that specific uh, content so that you can know how to do the job and do the maintenance you're 
itself. Each week we cover a home maintenance how-to. Not every single one is maintenance specific because uh, some maintenance items do require professionals to come in and perform that service, but at least you know what they're coming to look for so you know that uh, if you're not getting taken advantage of, something doesn't sound right, whatever the case may be. But January, we're going to be talking about do-it-yourself projects you can do on the weekend. February, we're talking plumbing. March is aging in place. That's one topic that Rosie and Jennifer really uh, just dove into the last couple of years. And one thing I learned about aging in place, that actually improves the home and it's uh, value, the value of the home. The universal design that right. anybody from you know toddler to you know elderly can use the home functioning. Right. And if you're going to stay in your home longer than you expected, Doing the infrastructure for, say, uh, stabilization bars in the bathroom or, or uh, you know, anything else of the sort that'll, uh, that'll help you stay in your house, that only adds value to the house because it's already there and it just needs to be installed. And you don't need to be an elderly person to appreciate the grab bars. I don't have any in my shower, but when I'm at a hotel or someplace that does, I use them. Yeah, but I've caught myself a few times in the shower and going, whoop, <laughs> nice to have those bars. So that'll be March topic. Uh, April, we're talking hard surfaces, countertops and floors mainly. Uh, but both of those have tile, and you can't talk about tile without talking about showers. So that'll be uh, April, May is kitchen remodeling. June is all solar month for obvious reasons. There's going to be that's always the hottest, most air conditioned month in the state of Arizona is June. July, uh, we're talking about exterior accents for curb appeal. Uh, August, security, September, uh, home automation and home maintenance with our HomeZada app. It's a neat app. October, oh man, it's a game changer. October is all about water. Uh, we've got November, speaking of water, we, we are working on a great water broadcast because of everything that's going on right now, but it's December 22nd, who cares? Yeah. We're going to save it for the first of the year and talk about everything that's going on with uh, the Colorado River Act and the conference that was just in Las Vegas and, you know, what yeah, we, what our water levels of Lake Mead are. And we had Rita McGuire on talking about uh, the history of water, and then we also had two other experts discussing. Stephanie Smallhouse so, from the Farm Bureau exactly. and the attorney. Um, Can't think of her name. That was the first time I met her. I haven't got yeah. her name designated right. in memory, but both of them. And they both gave us additional names that you need to talk to these people, too. Yeah. There's so many people involved in the in water issue. It's mind-blowing. Uh, November is outdoor living. And then October, we've just got a, a family sitting around a Christmas plate because it's <laughs> it's December. And again, nobody's really doing much on their home whole, except entertaining. A whole bunch of recipes that you can make, all the baking that you do. In fact, I, I'm doing some baking this weekend. I make treats for the neighbors. And um, my biggest problem the past two weeks was I made one of them early. It's a Christmas fudge. One, my mom's recipe made it all every Christmas when we were kids. So I have a. It makes a huge batch. So I have a huge batch that I'm going to distribute amongst the uh, neighbors. But I always keep a little box for myself. Uh, most of it's gone already, <laughs> which means uh, I'm going to be hiking a lot uh, for Christmas just to burn it off. We got the weather for it. <laughs> it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Speaking of recipes, in our home maintenance calendar for this year, 2019, coming up, uh, we have the photo contest like we did this year, but we also have a recipe contest. What we've done 
with the outdoor living hour, the eight o'clock hour, the first Saturday of the month, we have the Farm Bureau in. Julie's going to have a farmer from Yuma uh, on the broadcast with us that Saturday. And it's going to be, you know, Yuma's the biggest lettuce producing uh, county in the entire country. And it's going to have a recipe that goes along with whatever local farm product commodity is currently in harvest and available in stores. So we've got a uh, uh, Lebanese bread salad that the Arizona Farm Bureau provided for a bread that salad. That's what it says. A bread salad, unless the breads are cr- uh, the bread is croutonish. <laughs> you know, I would think it's something like that. Actually, that's perfect timing with all the um, holiday meals that you're going to be enjoying. You'll probably gain a few extra pounds here and there. So salad's going to come in handy by January. That's true. It's, that's you know, there's hey, there was a master plan behind when lettuce was ready for for eating for harvest, in the holidays. Yeah. yeah. There was a plan. Uh, so that's our 2019 calendar. You can, If you're not on the mailing list, you can send us an email at info at rosyonthehouse.com. And those are the – and we'll just send us the address you want it sent to. We'll drop one in the mail for you. And that's just the topic we cover in the 10 o'clock hour in this four-hour broadcast. We have an open line hour in the 9 o'clock, and we will talk specifically each week about one home maintenance item when we're looking at January. Uh, The first Saturday of the month is storing holiday decor, and a big part of storing is throwing away all the stuff that's broken (laughs) from from this year and not limping it along to next year. Uh, Next week, the second week of January, steam cleaning, uh, the carpet and tile, a lot of traffic, a lot of in and out. Uh, If you've got a winter lawn, you've probably tracked in a lot of additional uh, fertilizer, dew, stains, stuff like that. Yard material. Yard material. Let's put it that way. There you go. Uh, Your air filters, best practices for keeping your air filters up to date. And then the last Saturday in January, we'll talk about cleaning the exhaust fans in the bathrooms. So each week at that 930 break, we'll cover a specific home maintenance item. And it's designed to just be in small chunks. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you manage your home one task at a time? And these tasks just help you keep up to date on your home so that you don't have these big honey to-dos that develop. Um, and honey to-dos. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and as you're doing these, you know, you learn more about your home and how to improve it and maintain it. And just it helps them us keep and protect the biggest asset most of us have, which is our home. So at the time you're ready to move or you need to take out a home equity line of credit, you know, you've got a very valuable property that you can do. And we've adopted and licensed this HomeZada app. You can go to rosieonthehouse.com slash app and sign up for the premium subscribers there. And you can then digitally put these in your calendar. So you've got these reminders each week. Here's what you need to do. And you can put in there, okay, if we're doing air filters, I need to pick up, here's the air filter size and where I buy them. So that when it comes to Saturday or the weekend when you're doing this project, you've got all the materials needed and you don't need to take an extra trip out to go get what you need to do your home maintenance tasks. So that's the home Rosie on the House Home Zada app. You can find it at rosieonthehouse.com slash app. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. We're going to do a little update on Rosie. Uh, 
And I had said last week we would do that in the, the 10 o'clock hour. Starting next year, we're actually going to move that back to the 9 o'clock hour when we have our open line hour just because we'll have guests talking about you know our one specific housing item that we do in the 10 o'clock hour. Okay, I've written that down. But <laughs> but through the end of the year, we'll we'll do it here in probably about ten and nine. Uh, but it, it, it's been a great week for Rosie. If you haven't heard, he was in a rollover on a UTV. He was in the back seat, and it flipped forward. So if you picture the back of that vehicle flipping forward, the part of the vehicle that traveled the farthest, so it was traveling the fastest, and it hit the hardest was the back where. Rosie was buckled into, and it, when it came to what they describe as a very violent stop upside down, that seatbelt was right across his chest, and that's really what we've been fighting with the majority of this time is rebuilding his respiratory system. Uh, he spent a, a lot of long time in the ICU. He's been moved to a recovery facility, and in that recovery facility, they've actually moved him to uh, a less critical part of it. So he's even been downgraded, uh, which is a good thing because you've upgraded your health. So yeah. The severity has been downgraded. <clears throat> it's the first time he's had visitors this week. Up until this point, it's only been family and uh, has pastors from uh, different parts and, and ministries he's involved with. <clears throat> he walked this week. It was an assisted walk. Um, they kind of have this strange contraption that, you know, it catches you if you fall. We can't risk getting hurt again. <laughs> Any, you know, yeah. everything from here we want to be a strong <clears throat> recovery. So it lets you walk, but then you take a couple set steps and you can lean against the restraints and take the weight off your body, rest and stand up and walk again. So he was walking this week. Um, he's playing chess when they out in the Arizona room. Uh, he's not cheating, is he? <clears throat> I, okay. I don't think so. I haven't got time to sit down and play with him yet. I just know the people he's playing chess with, they're, they don't know enough about the game to know if he's cheating oh, or not. Okay, <laughs> so we really don't know if he's that better <laughs> just yet. he's drawing again uh he's got a, a cool. race board <clears throat> he's, is, he, is he drawing pictures of the food he would love to have that he can't have right oh now? gosh <laughs> oh he, man. Got, he, he got to have applesauce this week so wow, we're, we're making great. steps towards towards that you know he he really just wants to go home is his is, is his big thing and as soon as his lungs can sustain breathing for you know 24 hours for a few day period of time We'll get to move them. Um, and I'll say this, because uh, you mentioned about learning how to walk again. That really wasn't part of the accident. The The real issue was he was in ICU for how many days? Over 40. So, it's just rebuilding the strength from being so, on yeah, your back. When you're lying down for 40 days in bed the whole time for 40 days, your body basically just says, okay, we're, we're going to relax for all this time. But you have to slowly get your arms moving again, your legs moving again. I was surprised when I had my uh, emergency appendectomy about eight years ago. When I got out of surgery and started walking the next morning, I couldn't get out of bed. And it just blew my mind. It took uh, a good day and a half before I was able to feel comfortable 
walking out of my room down the hallway. And I was lucky I was only in the hospital two and a half days, but I spent the next three uh, weeks recovering at home. Well, and they say for every day in ICU, it could be two, if not three days in rehab to get back to where you were. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be that long before he's back on the broadcast uh, because it's not like you need your full muscle strength to sit in front of the microphone and take listeners' questions and talk about home improvement for four hours. (laughs) Well, three hours. Arizona for one hour, home improvement for for three. But his humor is back is the most encouraging thing. And he's probably funnier than he has ever been. Uh, I I don't know if that's because – did he he's hire got, writers? Well, he's got so much time to think. You know, he's not worried yeah. with the stress of business. He's got the production company, the consulting company, the remodeling company. And so when he walked, mm-hmm. uh, when they got done, he asked the nurse, did I break any speed records? Um, <laughs> if you know Rosie, the last place you would ever find him is on a golf course. Right. Um, the visitors he had this week was the driver and the passenger that were in the vehicle with him. Right. And he looked at the driver and said, next time we're golfing. <laughs> <laughs> he's has a group that he calls his Save the World Committee. It's a group of guys that he's put together from different backgrounds, different professions, different faiths. And they get together quarterly and discuss certain things, what's going on, uh, maybe if there's something that's coming down on the voting ballot, what positions everyone's looking at. And they got together this week in honor of Rosie. Usually he's the one that's the driving force, but they got together and they got him uh, a couple gifts. They got him a Kindle with all kinds of different books on it preloaded that he could read. The best thing was they've got a full-length LSU bathrobe for him that he can wear for. How cool. (laughs) How cool. (laughs) That he can wear. So he was excited about that, the amount of cards that have come in has been amazing. We got a great card from the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office division that watches over the water. So that does the lake patrols. Oh, lake patrols. Okay. Well, they were the ones that came on site when they called for the accident. And they sent him a little decal saving you from yourself since 1955. And I said, everyone here at the MCSO Water Division are pulling for you, Rosie. I said, hey, wait, he wasn't driving. How could you save him for yourself? So we look forward to seeing him back here in the coming months. Um, and until then, uh, you know, we're, we're here every Saturday carrying on the mission of being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And a good Saturday morning to you all. Welcome back to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. Gary wanted me to give out the POE still have listeners out there that don't use computers, that don't have cell phones. Uh, They do sit there and they write. We hear it from uh, our partners when they go to the homeowner and they've got just pages of notes. They sit there and listen and and write out. Uh, So we'll give it a little slower. The P.O. Box, if you'd like to send Rosie a humor card on his road to recovery uh, to help keep encouraged and, and building him back up. Uh, just, I, I think he's going to be funnier than he's ever been yeah. before coming and just, back. Just to make him laugh. Just to make him laugh. Just yeah. like that. <laughs> P.O. Box 14487. Scottsdale 85267. And caringbridge.org uh, if you want to follow along online. And if you sign up and follow it, then you get an email every time something is posted. So you don't have to 
you know, go back there. You get an email reminder. Here's a new right. journal and, entry. And that's why they ask for your email address. But Jennifer is putting updates as we go on Rosie's progress. So if you want to follow along, that's caringbridge.org. At rosieonthehouse.com, we are wrapping up our tool uh, charity drive that we've been working on all year long for our 30th anniversary. If you click on eStore, you'll see all the tools we put together. Uh, a nice handsaw, which is actually the most... Uh, the least practical of all. It's just an old-fashioned hand wood saw, hardly in use anymore. But how can you put together a toolbox without a traditional carpenter saw? Uh, made by Stanley. We've got a hacksaw there made by Stanley along with a uh, utility knife. There's a 25-foot tape measure. We've got a torpedo level. All of those are by Stanley. Uh, some of them do have global materials in them, but they are all manufactured at America, the channel lock pliers and screwdriver, that's all American materials and uh, manufacturing, along with the S-Wing hammer and the leather-wrapped handle. Uh, those all go inside a proto toolbox that uh, fit nicely together and take care of the majority of the projects you have around your home, castle, or cabin. All have the 30th anniversary Rosie on the House logo on them. i got a and question. It's, it's, it's American-made tools that will last you a lifetime. And proceeds go to our local nonprofits. You just click on eStore and click on that tool set, and it'll take you to the order page. Why is it called a torpedo leveler? Because it looks like a torpedo? You know, you asked me that. That was part of our research. Let me grab a notes on uh, that. Okay. And, <laughs> All right. Oh, I stumped there's you. A, there's a very – well, there's a lot of different Romy. types of <laughs> levels, and there's a specific reason. And it's a magnetic torpedo level, so it'll hold – in place. Uh, in place, if, which mm -hmm. usually most homeowners aren't dealing with metal. But we weren't going to do a, a level without a magnet. It's like a couple extra bucks. It doesn't make sense to not have one. There's a lot of other great items, too, in the e-store. I, I still get a kick out of that Earth Talon shovel. Earth That's ta genius. It's I mean, a great digging shovel right. for our hard clays designed here in Prescott Valley. Uh, it's actually been bought by a Canadian company now, but still a great product. We've got American-made flags. Uh, every listener should have Old Glory flying. We've got the thorn-resistant gloves for uh, your cactus gardeners, or if you've got uh, mesquite you're messing with or other types of prickly desert trees right. and shrubs you're trimming, the Franklin Stud Finder, uh, the handy paint products. It's a couple things. that One is a tray that goes over the top of your A-frame ladder, that can hold a couple different tools and items to help you not have to come up and down <clears throat> mm -hmm. your uh, tray every time. We've got shield magnetics. Those are some great things. The nail sweeper is great for picking up nails on the floor. It's also great for picking up brass. If you like to do some target shooting out in the desert, it's a great thing to bring along so you're not leaving waste behind. If you're out target, target shooting, they've got magnet holders uh, for tools. They're just strips of industrial magnets you would screw on the wall and put your tools right onto them. So it's all things that we have found and tested here at Rosie on the House and put together in our e-store. That functionality will be enhanced to create a better user experience. When you go there, it's not like you're shopping online at Amazon. It's it's not that user-friendly, but we're not Amazon. And In fact, you know what? I I did use Amazon one time and our Christmas shopping. I try very hard to not use Amazon. I like to go local. Um, 
Well, wait, wait, wait. If this involves a Christmas present for someone that could be listening right now. I know. No, Amanda and the kids are not listening this morning. I got confirmation. We've got family rodeo activities that have them occupied at the jackpot. Uh, So (laughs) so we're we're safe. I even verified a text during bottom of the hour news break. But uh, Cherie Latab, is that? Sur le table. Sur le table. Sur le table. table. Bonjour. And Kirlin has these incredible American-made cookware, the Platinum Series, and uh, we needed some new cookware. So I went over there to pick this up. Mm -hmm. And I will say, what a parking nightmare. Oh, my gosh. I went one day at my lunch break. I drove around for 30 minutes and finally said, screw it. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And I went back the next day at 9 o'clock, and then that was very manageable. But, oh, my goodness, I don't know how people do do it. But I, I'm dedicated to shopping local and buying American-made, and that's where I could find this Platinum Series cookware. Really nice, too. It's heavy. A, well, you know what? Heavy. Jandy Autry should learn about this one. It's a meatloaf pan, but it has a, uh, a separate piece in here where the meatloaf doesn't s- sit on the bottom of the pan. It's up a few inches. Actually, that's for better cooking. I, I, yeah, pretty cool. So you know what I watch when I'm at home? Hey, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, oh, hang wait, on. Wait, wait. <laughs> Next to Surilita. Did you know the Queen Creek Olive Mill had a satellite store there? In no, Carolina? I didn't. Right wow. next to Surlitab is the Queen Creek Olive Mill. And you know what I got in there, Gary? Mm. Mufalata mix. They have Mufalata olive spread uh, oh, at the oh. uh, Queen Creek Olive Mill. I have always wanted to go to the Queen Creek Olive Mill, living next in Whitman, which is close to Wickenburg. Mm-hmm. I'm on the complete opposite side. I don't make it to Queen Creek very often. If I do, it's a rodeo. I don't have time to go. That's like going to California for you. Checking it out. <laughs> So I was extremely excited to find that they've got an olive mill uh, in Kierland. And I, I, I saw the mufalata, but I walked out there. They had olive lavender handmade soap that I got. There was a, some a, what they called a six-shooter, and it's six different types of oils mm-hmm. that came with it. So I, I, I could have stayed in there and spent a lot more, but we also, as in addition to— Focusing on American-made and, and from brick-and-mortar stores, we also have a 350 per person limit. You know, there's mm-hmm. six people in the family. That that adds up pretty quick. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely could have splurged at, at the Queen Creek Olive Mill. Um, but then, like, Dynamite Horseman Supply, everybody's getting a new a rope for Christmas and a new rope and dummy. You know, so you, you sure they're not listening? Right? I'm positive. Right. I, okay. I have confirmation. I would have, this I would have somebody keep an eye on them in case they come. Oh, look, a radio. Let's see what's going on here. What'd you get, Dad? What'd you get? So where I had to use Amazon, mm-hmm. and I get why people do. I'm not bashing the platform at all. Um, but it was the only place to get my S and M sockets. So Amanda and I hardly shop for each other. We're practical people. We don't have stuff like the cookware it was okay. a practical functioning use i needed a new socket set oh and so socket she, okay and so she's like i'm not gonna pick it out for you. you go pick what you want out and there's a company in the uh midwest called s&m tools and they make the most beautiful set of chrome sockets and i found a 48 piece socket set that was on their website mm-hmm. listed it was marked from 319 mm-hmm. down to 240 
they didn't have any in stock to ship. Mm-hmm. I called their customer service and I said, okay, how long uh, until you can get it? And they're like, oh, we won't have any manufacturing back in stock till mid-January, but let me check some of our tool suppliers and see. Uh, th- there was no local Granger that had any in stock, but she's like, here's one on Amazon you can order. And from Amazon, 219 was shipping. That price on their website had, didn't even include shipping. So bargain. I, I, I get I get why they use it. I just but it it was still at least to get an American made product. That's all they count. They just yeah, yeah. there wasn't a local brick and mortar store that had it in stock, so And you were pressed for went time. To yeah. So hey hey. No skin off your back, man. Now, the Amazon thing brings the next million dollar idea I want to talk about that somebody already found when I told mom about this. She said, you're going to talk about it on the radio and give away your idea. I'm like, when are we going to have time to do anything about it? Well, you had let's, the idea for Homesada and, well. The guy got, got beat to it got there. Got beat to it. So. <laughs> so let's float this idea out and and doing research for it, it. Someone's already beat me to it, but it's. What do they call them? Porch pirates? Yeah, porch pirates. There's a rash of people just stealing your packages for no reason whatsoever. It doesn't matter what you ordered. they just stealing them. And there's a, a couple great videos online on people who have baited these people. Um, what my favorite one is a guy, I think he's in Ohio. He took co- his collection of dog droppings, dog poop, <laughs> and put them in a box. Uh-huh. And made it an exploding box so that when it moved, 40 seconds later, it would explode. And this porch pirate was back in their vehicle. It was a passenger of a van. And it's going down the street. All of a sudden, you see the brakes stop. The passenger jump out. He's heaving and choking and (laughs) throwing up on the lawn. Just... (laughs) It's a variation on an old hey, trick. Hey, he, he, and he deserved every bit yeah. of that. Um, <laughs> and then there was another guy that put together a glitter bomb with some stink spray that had four cameras so he could actually film the person's reaction. This guy is an engineer. I mean, he, he, th- this was not an easy project to make. And even when you see the video, it runs about 15 minutes. He goes step by step. But he took it a step further because he had phones or cell cameras built in to get uh, the reaction of the person that opened up the package, and that's even funnier. You know? <laughs> and the, the reaction of those people just show the mentality of somebody who's stealing your packages. They were mad that they got pranked. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they were, my car, I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. Well, then don't steal someone else's <laughs> stuff, you moron. So I've line. got an idea, and okay. and the first part of the idea somebody's already got. It's going to be the architectural idea later that I wouldn't doubt you would start seeing this designed into homes because of how popular uh, the Amazon and you know even groceries, uh, fries. Mm-hmm. We Amanda gets on the app. Yeah. You know, here's everything that's usual. Check, 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 check. Here's your pickup time. Mm-hmm. We don't live close enough for delivery. They only deliver in a 10-mile radius. The closest fries we have is like 30 miles. So we still have to go pick it up. But it's all sitting there ready for us when we get there. But, I mean, even fries will come deliver food to your home. Now, so with with delivery of services, I think this is going to be part of the new home design. And we'll talk about that uh, because Gary's cutting me off. We can do a lot of things here at Rosie on the House, but we can't stop the clock. Final segment right after this. 
All right, so the, the million-dollar idea to prevent package theft that okay. already exists on a retrofit level is something called D-Vault, and it's D, as in dog, mm-hmm. vault.com. And they are these industrial-strength mailboxes that you can drop packages into for recovery later so that UPS isn't leaving it on your front porch uh, for somebody walking by to come by and pick up. All kinds of different styles, all kinds of different sizes. Uh, some of them are buried into uh, conch mortar. And this would be uh, you know, making a masonry one mm-hmm. to coat the outside would give it a great look and hide the metal so- side of it. <clears throat> I don't – this would be something you could do without a permit. It would be a great project for – you know, somebody in high school offer that service to the neighborhood for, you know, whatever's underneath the handyman exemption, mm-hmm. law of 1200. Because these boxes are, you know, they're, they're ranged from two to 800, depending. And, you know, go do a $200 veneer brick and mortar skin around the exterior, mount it yeah. to the ground. Couldn't you uh, maybe attach it to the house to make it look like it's part of the house? You're, uh, you're getting where I'm going. Okay. You're, you're, uh, you're, right. you're, we're getting there. Okay. But back on on D-Vault, if you go to the wall mount, it is basically a box drop that's cut in next to your front door, and you drop it in. But even once it goes onto the inside, you've got the secured metal box as well. So you've got this ugly box on the inside of your home, but that prevents the thief from kicking in your front door and picking up all these packages that were left there. Mm Uh, so it's simply the package is inside the house, not sitting outside. Right. All right. All right. But it's limiting. Okay, a lot of things could fit in this box that this mufalada sauce came mm-hmm. in, in this pan. Yeah. We're looking at 12 inches by 8 by 10. A lot of things are that size. But a lot of things getting delivered are bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that comes to mind, you mentioned the earth talon shovel mm-hmm. you love so much. Yeah. We couldn't put the earth talon shovel in any of these secured boxes. Right. You have the long handle and, of course, the, you gotta the short handle. you got to have a six-something yeah. six feet minimum. So picture this. When you open your garage mm-hmm. and you're pulling your vehicle in, if you can park in your vehicle. <laughs> there's the joke, right? Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, Only 80% of the garages in Arizona are like that. They're just storage. On each side of the garage, it gives you a little bit of room to open up your door, get out, and close your door. Mm-hmm. What if we extend that little side another 12 to 18 inches in our design? We're not talking about a big add-on cost to the home. You know, we, we can shrink six inches of each wall structure inside the home to make up for basically hallway. And it would have its own separate door with a one-way lock from the inside. So as the delivery man comes to deliver, he comes up to your address, 1234 North Central Street. Mm -hmm. We already know that the UPS guy is dispatched. You already have your email that says it's en route. So you give a special code to that UPS driver that lets you get access into that side Ah, door. You open the side door 
it's the width of your garage or half the width of your garage, just this room that you can put storage in. And it's a one-time use code. He puts it in there. When the door opens, the security camera goes on. So you get facial recognition of who's delivering. So you can see it. Uh, a light comes on, so it's lit. So the camera and the security is all very well documented. It's left. He closes the door. When you pull into the garage, you as the homeowner then have a different door you open from the inside. It's okay. a one-way. Yeah, it's a one-way door. A one-way uh, door. So to speak. That you can then open and bring your items inside, unpackage. You don't have to worry about the boxes out on the front porch. <clears throat> you don't have to worry about the weather elements. You don't have to worry about security and somebody being able to get to the next layer inside your home. Mm-hmm. And there's, so, there's plenty of space for just about any package. Yeah. And here's the, the kicker. Rem- remember groceries? Yeah. You could have a refrigerator in there, so if your groceries are getting delivered, ah. they could go straight into your small fridge mm-hmm. and wait for you till you got home and ah. could move them inside. That's genius. It's going to, I'm telling you, we're, delivery is such a part of today's society. That design element you're going to start seeing built into homes. Builders are going to see that and use that as a selling point over other uh, builders that haven't adopted that style yet. And there's all kinds of enhancements you're going to start seeing that are going to separate why our package delivery system designed into our home is better than this guy's. Something for living in place they never thought about. It's all about, you know, uh, you know shower uh, bars and whatnot and all that. But you got to eat. So, you know, you don't have time to get to the store. For aging in place, you, you can't drive anymore. Yeah. Your, your eyesight or whatever the case may be, that would mm-hmm. be a perfect solution yeah. for aging in place. There you go, guys. So there's there's the next million-dollar idea we're giving away here yeah, at Rosie House. We got too, many, it's, we got too yeah. much to do to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend to chase every million-dollar idea we have. So yeah, well, we float should, it out there to y'all. Take advantage of it. We should ask for 20% at least. You know, you know another idea is, is an iron worker making decorative mailboxes that would hold security. So Ooh, how boring. Let's save that for next time. Save that for next yeah, time. Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. Don't give it. Don't give it all away. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We'll see y'all before the New Year. So we'll save our New Year's uh, uh, salutations until next Saturday on the 29th, where we will be back here seven o'clock sharp at Rosie on the House. If you've got questions between now and next Saturday, it's RosieOnTheHouse.com. Oh, one more website: PreventPackageTheft.com. They've got eight steps pr- to preventing package. Steps, eight steps to recovering a stolen package and a regular blog. So check that one out, too, if you're worried with it. Until next Saturday, be thankful for the God above you, those beside you, and the life before you.